what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. In today's episode of The Written Compass, I'm going to talk about how you can prepare to connect with and nurture your audience beyond the book. So maybe you've started your book writing process. Maybe you've even already getting close to publishing your book. There's some really fun, simple ways that you can make sure that you connect with and stay connected to and get to nurture your book audience well after they've read the words on the page. I'm so excited for you are here. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Written Compass. Shana Hartman here. I am so excited to be with you today. I have really been leaning into and working on what does this audience need? What is going to support you most? And luckily, I have a team of amazing folks um, on the Synergy Wellness team, on the Synergy Publishing team, who really help me feel into and think about what is most important? What are we noticing with our clients right now? We have lots of clients who are really starting to head into the full book creation process. They may have started at the end of last year or the beginning of this year, and they're already well into their drafting phase. We have one client who's getting ready to publish um, very soon. I cannot wait to share her book coming with you. It is so needed in the world. And so as I think about these kinds of episodes and, and what I want to share, it's not unlike what goes on in whatever I'm working on in writing and what my clients are working on in writing, right? So really feeling into what what are the messages? What are the things I'm noticing? What are the things happening around me? And so today's episode is actually going to focus all about that. And it is about connecting, connecting with your reader beyond the page. So this is something that I find is powerful for people to think about as they're embarking on their book writing journey, because we want to make sure the book has a vision. It's going to take on a life of its own. It's your words from the inside coming to the outside. And there's a lot of interesting things that happen around that process. And so what I want to talk about today is what can you have in your book? What can you think about that takes the reader, the the person who's going to be buying your book, reading your book, beyond the book. So how do you create connection to your readers, people that you may never know will be across the globe? Yes, believe it or not, your book will be read by people around the world. It just happens because amazingness, internet, all that good stuff. So not only how to connect with them, but how to nurture them as well, that new audience that a book allows you to be connected to. So I'm going to get into what are some things you can have in your book that allows people to connect with you beyond those pages and how you can continue to nurture that relationship. And I'm going to do it from a scale of like crazy, simple, low tech, all the way up to a little bit more advanced. But as you're listening, I want you to really feel into what feels most aligned for you, which one you like the most, which one appeals to you to the most, which ones have you done maybe um, as a thought leader, as a business owner for yourself, for something else, maybe a free guide or an opt-in. And now you're interested in applying it for your book. Sound good? Okay, let's get started. So the first one is really simple. And that is to simply connect them to wherever you like to already connect with your audience. And I'm going to use the example of social media. Now, caveat, please know 
that I am not a proponent that you have to be all up in the social medias, doing all the things, all the platforms. This is all about alignment. Remember, I'm an embodied writing coach. So I support people in finding what is going to feel really light and really easy and really powerful all at the same time. So many of us are on social media. Most of the clients that I work with use social media in some way, shape, or form. And so when they are embarking on writing their book, it's really fun to think about how we can use those spaces, those platforms to connect, not only as you're writing the book, right? As you're preparing to write the book, you could connect with potential audience members, potential readers who will buy your book, but also after the fact, right? And how you can help people continue to get to know you that way, any future books that you you write and publish or any future things that you do, that audience can be there and be connected to you. So connecting your audience through your book to wherever you live on social media is really cool. And if you're not on social media, this might be inspiration to set that up, right? I would say go with the platform that feels lightest, easiest to you and start there, right? And then if you already do have social media, but maybe you've been kind of just willy nilly with it, using it, you know, to update family or about your family or share random funny memes or whatever it may be. This might be an opportunity to create another account that feels more aligned with the book. Doesn't mean it has to be specifically about the book, but maybe a little bit more of a professional persona that you want to put forward. Or it could just be an opportunity to start to clean up and shift the social media platform that you're using already. So right now, wherever, if you're already on social media, there might not be really a strong reason for folks to follow you, right? Other than just they know you or became acquaintances with you. And that's just what we do right now in this day and age, right? We just kind of follow people. But other than that, there might not be a strong reason. Well, your book becomes the reason. So you can really very clearly direct people to your socials to connect with you with the intention of, oh my gosh, I read this person's book. I want to stay connected with them. The other cool thing about making this social media connection, using your book as the the way to do that is you get to talk about your book more, right? You get to read and share excerpts from your book. It allows you to both direct people to buy your book and it allows you to stay connected for, like I said, future books, workshops, speaking opportunities. For someone like me, I'll use myself as an example. I want to direct people from anything that I publish to my social media because that is the most up-to-date way that I keep people up-to-date with what I'm doing. Offerings, workshops, um, programs, when we are enrolling for a new class in our embodied writing or our legacy author groups. Um that's the place where I go to for the most immediate up-to-date information. So people who are connected to me in that space get firsthand information, right? And the cool thing is, is even though social media is a technology, it's relatively low tech in terms of setting it up. It's usually just a name and an email, a little bit of information about yourself. And then it doesn't require you to collect emails or anything like that. People can find you and see you if they get connected to you and follow you. So how do you put your social media in your book? Well, one way that people do this is on the back cover. That's pretty simple. You usually have a little bit of a light short bio on your back cover, ideally an image of yourself, and then any kind of uh, links, websites, and social media platforms that you use, you want to put that on that back cover. I would also encourage you to put this in the book as well. So this can be done by simply 
sharing your handle is what we call it, your profile. And that's going to be the thing that, you know, whatever platform you're on, you've got a special profile um, name and link, and you can include that. You can also use what's a, called a QR code. You've probably seen these before at restaurants and different places. It basically looks like a jumbled up puzzle of black and white. They're not exactly squares in a square shape. And Anybody can create one of these and put it as an image in their book. So it might be something that you put throughout the book. It might be something that you put towards the end of the book. And you can create a QR code. Just look up free QR code creator and you can create that easily. I want you to remember that because I'm going to point to it again here in a little bit when I talk about some of these more advanced steps. So super simple. Send them to your social media. It's a great way for them to connect with you as and after they have read your book. Another simple, but maybe a little bit more, requires a little bit more setup, is to create a way to collect people's emails or direct them to some kind of free group or community. And so here's an example. I have one client who's working on her book and she has a really thriving Facebook group. She uses that group for all kinds of things. She does free trainings. It's also a way, it's a little bit of a funnel for herself, an organic funnel People get connected to her through the Facebook group. And so we've talked about how she can use that in her book. And the simple way to do that is to simply include the link for the Facebook group, right? Or any other space. There's lots of free community spaces now available. And so if you've got a place where people can gather and connect with you already, then you want to include that in your book because it's a really simple way for people to get connected to you. The other way is to collect emails. And the reason I like to collect emails, you may have heard this before, a little bit better than social media is because you never know what's going to happen with social media. (laughs) You absolutely never know. Email, it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. Even if you don't have um, an email system of some sort, like ConvertKit or MailChimp or whatever it may be, you can just literally set up an email account with Google, you know, a Gmail and send people emails, right? I definitely recommend blind copy, make sure other people don't get each other's emails, but there's really easy ways to collect emails, starting with as simple as a Google form. You may be going, but I don't have a website. I don't have a way to collect emails. Yes, you do. You can just use a Google form. Really, really simple, really, really light. And just like I talked about in the previous example, you can create and share the link for that form or space to collect the emails, you can also create a QR code. And I'm going to lean towards creating something like a QR code because typically Facebook group links or a Google form link, they ain't the prettiest things on the planet. And you want your book to be nice and clean and pretty. So a QR code is nice and simple. People just open up their, their phone and open up their picture taking app, and it will direct them wherever you tell them to go. So what does collecting emails then allow you to do? Well, now you can connect to your audience, share things with them at any time. You can ask for reviews to be written about your book. You can share any kind of resource that you might create or might be connected to your book. You can share when the next book is coming out. You can remind people to go and buy the book for gifts and things like that. You can ask for referrals. You can ask people to sign up for additional things that you might be offering. So an email, you can just also share, you know, your latest thoughts. It can be kind of a place for your newsletter or a blog to nurture that audience and really support them um, with the ideas and beyond that you have in your book. So if you want to create and nurture an audience, 
setting up some way to collect emails from your readers is one of the best ways to do that. All right, next level, a little bit next level is to have some sort of resource. So I was speaking about a client that we're so excited. Her book is coming out very, very soon this spring, and she has a plethora of resources. And if you are anyone who has been doing what you do for a long time, you likely have a lot of resources, especially if you work with people and provide them with guides or exercises or whatever. And she is definitely one of those people. Um, and I connect with this as, as well. And so we had an option of thinking of how can we include all this material in the book? And it very quickly became, wow, this is going to completely overwhelm the book. It's going to take it to a whole different direction. It's going to make it longer than we wanted it to be for the audience she was targeting. And so very quickly we realized this just needs to be on a website, on a web page. Now, this person, this is why this is a little bit next level. She has a practice. She works with clients. So she has a website. She already had one set up. It's not that difficult to set up a website these days. So ping me if you need any support around that. Um, there's a lot of even free options still available or very low cost options. And if you're going to want to connect and create you know, uh, an audience that you can continue to reach out to using your book to support that, then this might be the opportunity for you to say, you know what, I need to create a website, right? So she very easily set this up on her website as a new page. And there's two different ways you can think about how do I give people access to this? So one is that the link you share in the book, again, via a URL or a QR code, can go straight to the page with all of the resources. I've seen plenty of authors do that, and that is fantastic. And if that feels really good to you, then do it that way, right? No gateway is, is what I like to say, the no gateway way. Another option that I do recommend for my clients, because um, a lot of them are still connecting with people, building audiences, is to collect an email and then they get access to that page. So it's just a little bit of another layer of exchange, so to speak, of information so that people get to stay connected with you. And we want to make it worth it. So make sure whatever that resource page is, is valuable. I'm not saying you have to give away all your trade secrets and videos and whatnot, but you do want to make it valuable. And if someone is sharing their email with you, that is kind of an energetic exchange. So you want to make sure that they're going to receive after the fact, not just that resource necessarily, but have a little bit of a plan. And I love supporting people with this. Um, this is part of what we do uh, as I'm helping people write their books. We're also thinking through and getting writing. Yes. Even for emails and all of that, for when people step up and sign up, you know, sign up and share their email, what is that nurturing going to look like long-term? And so that's really fun. So that is and a little bit of a next level is to share resources with people, things that maybe you couldn't include in the book or didn't want to, or was too difficult to, you can have them go to a space and share those resources with them. I recommend collecting an email before they get that resource, but that's totally up to you. Now I'm going to talk about kind of two more advanced levels of connecting with and nurturing your audience. The first one um, is to share or even sell a course connected to your book. Now, we had a client um, last year, Laura Wick, founder of Body Mind Coaching, and she published her book, The Body Mind Method. Go check it out. It is amazing. If you are 
a service-based practitioner in any way, shape, or form, and you are looking to add coaching or start to become a coach, this is going to be an amazing resource for you. She had a course that was actually the impetus for writing the book was this course. And we wound up creating a free course. So she gives this away for free when you purchase the book. She has this very similar to the previous example and suggestion. It's on a webpage, but it is gatewayed by you have to share your email. So the idea is someone buys the book, they go to the link to this resource, they share their email, and then boom, these amaz- this amazing course opens up. I have another person, a, a colleague, she just um, published her book. And she is offering people who bought the book a very, very low cost version of her course. So she is giving them a special code to enter to check out and buy, quote, buy the course. But because they bought the book, right, they've made an investment already. She's giving it to them at a very low cost, right? So there's a lot of fun things you can do. You can get the, allow them to have that course or those, um, and typically we're talking about video material here, um, just by sharing their email, you could charge for it. If it's, you know, for a book buyer, they can get a discount with a code, or you can create a special web link that is just for those people who've bought the book. So that's kind of definitely a next level, advanced level to connect with and nurture your audience. A final advanced level, but is actually relatively simple is if you are someone like me who has offerings, maybe you're a coach or a consultant, or you have some sort of practice where you work with people or groups, meaning you have offers, you have programs, you have services that you offer to people and they buy them. One thing you can have in your book is just to create a way for them to book a call with you and see if they might be a good fit to work with you. This is relatively simple and direct, but there are some behind the scenes things that go on, right? So if you're going to get someone to go and book a call, then you have to have some sort of scheduling system on the back end. Um, I uh, have expert sites and I use their scheduling tools along that. Before that, I used Acuity. People who know this, who are resonating with this, they'll know what they want to use, right? And you also want to have something to offer people and connect with. Um, Sometimes I've seen people, you know, just offer a free coaching call or a free consulting call. Um, Doesn't matter what the call is, but the idea is that you're connecting with your audience, you're getting to know them, which is so fun after someone reads your book. And then you're potentially seeing if they're a good fit to work with you. So it's a relatively straightforward process. But like I said, it's a little, I call it advanced because you have to be able to um, have your systems in place behind the scenes, right? There are some simple ways to do it through email and whatnot of just scheduling, but I like the idea of people going to a scheduling link. So just to do a quick recap, we've got simple ways as simple as just connecting on your social media. Simple with a little bit more of setup is collecting emails or maybe directing them to a free group or community that you oversee. The next level could be a resource page. And again, I recommend collecting emails from that, but totally up to you. And a little more advanced levels are selling or sharing a course that you've created. And then finally, a little more advanced, but maybe a little more simple is for people to schedule a call with you of some sort. So I'm curious, which one of these do you like? Which one appeals to you to the most? Remember, this is an embodied process. So I want to encourage you to stay grounded, 
to the idea of connection versus what some people may call this is marketing, which is fine. But for me, marketing is all about connection. So how do I connect with people? How do I nurture them? They've invested and like done me the biggest honor of buying my book. And so I want to continue to stay connected to them and with them for the long haul. So what feels really good and best as always share what shows up for you. Um, Ping me over on Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. And I can't wait to see what you come up with. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the written compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shanahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.